הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שדורנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קידוש עם השבוע רצינו בכלל רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ועמקו חוכמה רבנו נחמן נצגה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו על כל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם today we're going to do the second half of תורה ע"ה תורה 75 this תורה is going to be or today's section of this תורה which we're going to finish is going to be רבי נתן's summary Um, of what we just explained above, which was very choppy. It was almost like, not to say bullet point form, because there was some f- flow to it, but it was very difficult to understand how everything um, was connected to each other. So Rabbi Natan is going to do his best to explain that to us, as we see um, right here. Gam Zota Torah, this Torah as well, Halashon Elometokel Musudaklal, the language is not precise or ordered at all. Gam Chaser Abe, it's also lacking and missing a lot. And all that I, I found capable with my own hand to understand from these words, with the help of God, I was forced to, to go over and to write them in a second version. And this is the version that Rabbi Nathan writes to us, that he explains. As we start with the verse, um, let God bless us. <coughs> And they shall fear him all the ends of the earth. Okay. So the trait of victory, strife, and war exists, Rabbi Natan says, from the words of Rabbeinu. But this trait of always having to, needing to win, which is essentially this idea for strife, this person who wants strife and war constantly, this trait comes from the blood or the blood that a person hasn't yet served Hashem with. For the essential trait of vic- being always trying to be victorious comes from the blood. As we saw above, and their vital force um, splashed. What is their vital force a reference to? Damim, the blood. So Nitzcham, from the word Nitzachon, the idea of always having to win, comes from this concept of Damim, blood. So we see the parallel here. Each and every person must see to nullify this trait of victory and strife. And to constantly chase after peace. Over there, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not find a vessel that was suitable to hold a blessing um, except for peace. That peace was really the only suitable vessel to hold the bracha that he wanted to give Am Yisrael. How does one attain peace, which is this vessel that we're talking about, which is the opposite of victory, the opposite of strife and war? How does one attain this? Through speaking lots of Torah and Tzfilah. Lots of words of prayer, lots of words of Torah. Through this, he merits peace. Because when there's strife, argument, one must make peace. And the one who's making peace is in the aspect of raising feminine waters. A Kabbalistic idea. Now Rabbi Nathan is going to explain what this is. Because when a person um, has a question, for example, when a question befalls a person, This is the aspect of strife. 
Because his heart is divided. He doesn't understand the matter. So he and the matter that he's trying to understand are on two opposite sides. Because it seems to him as if the matters are contradicting. And if, if the thing that he's trying to understand is actually not making sense as if... Um, as if they are arguing with each other. But the answer to that question that this person has is the concept of making peace. Because through the answer, he's making peace between the things that he thought at the beginning were contradicting each other. And this is the aspect of raising feminine waters. Why? For the essential raising of the feminine waters is the aspect of yearning and ahava, love. That a person arouses another person. For example, a person he yearns to or desires to uh, for God. He constantly yearns for God. Or he desires to travel to the true tzaddik. This is the aspect of raising feminine waters. Because through this, he's either able to bind and attach himself to a God, in the first case, or the second case, to bind and attach himself to the tzaddikim. Now we see here that the raising of feminine waters is the idea of yearning and um, loving. Because when you love and yearn to do something, you're actually trying to attach yourself to that thing. And that attachment is the concept of peace, and through that peace, you're raising feminine waters. Meaning what? That one who makes peace and brings in love into the heart of each and every person concerning, his other, concerning other people, meaning that you're able to bring in love to each and every person so that they should love others. And you bring people close together. And you make peace between people. This is the aspect of raising feminine waters. This peace makes peace in another place. And he's also raising feminine waters in a different place as well. And all the words, the speech that one speaks in the aspect of Torah or Tfilah, the aspect of Torah and Tfilah, prayer and uh, study or Torah in general. This is the aspect of raising feminine waters. Kaidu as is known. Shalom. And we know this aspect of raising feminine waters is peace. as it says in Yeshaya, Shalom. The one who creates an expression of the lips is peaceful. <clears throat> a little bit of a better explanation of that is he'll create an expression of the lips. Um, which is peace. So we see the idea of the expression of the lips, the expression of the lips, um, um, which is Torah the lips that a person moves whenever he's engaged in prayer or engaged in Torah. This is the aspect of peace, meaning through that he's able to attain peace. This is the creation, primary, rectif primary rectification. This is the essential rectification of all of creation. It says, you say every day in Tfilah. Um, we say every day in Tfilah. He who makes peace and, um, and he creates everything. Because at the time of creation, all the worlds fell down below. Through the 
shattering of the vessels as is known. Look in Etzchayim Shash Pirat HaKelim over there. In the writing of the Ari, he goes down through, the Ari HaKadosh goes through everything about how all the worlds fell down at the beginning of creation through the breaking of the vessels. And these worlds that fell down we're talking about here are actually an aspect of letters. We're referencing the letters here. And these letters were scattered into many different sparks. But through the elevation of female waters, through our words of Torah and Tfilah, we create a combination from these sparks and letters. And we create a world. And this is the aspect of peace. Because before these sparks and letters enter into the words of Torah and Tfilah, and do whatever we just talked about, which creates a combination and then creates peace and raises all the worlds. Before all this happens, they have no combination and no attachment to each other. These sparks are separated. They're in the aspect of pizur, which is this aspect of scattering. They're in the aspect of shattering. Machloket, strife. They're separate from each other. For every single spark is trying to overpower its fellow. It's other spark. But whenever you bring these sparks within the aspect of holy speech, Torah and Tfilah, we talked about, you're able to combine these sparks and attach them together, these letters. This is the aspect of peace. Peace is bringing together. Because through the speech, Holy speech of Torah and Filah, you are able to create this elevation of fem- feminine waters that through that creates peace. Through this, you're able to rectify and renew all the fallen worlds. And it's considered as if they were created from anew, which is amazing. And that's by the way, before we get into that, what we saw earlier, this is the essence of creation, why we are literally here in this world. Rabbi Natan, Rabbein was explaining to us through Rabbi Natan that um, it's all to elevate these fallen worlds, to create the worlds anew. And it's all through this concept of Torah and Tzfilah, Holy speech. And this is what the Chachamim say in the beginning of the Zohar Kadosh, Amiata. What does it say? It says in the verse in Yeshaya, chapter 51 over there, and declare unto Tzion that you are my nation, Hashem says. The Zohar says, the Zohar HaKadosh says, do not read in my nation, rather imi, rather with me, meaning declare unto Tzion that you are with me, meaning as a partner with me. Meaning just, Hashem is basically saying, just as I create the heavens and the earth with my word, you too have the same power. Because it's certain that He's creating the heavens and the earth with the words of Torah and prayer. Because He's basically renewing and rectifying the fallen world that we saw above. And this is what it says in Vayikra. And I've placed peace in the earth. Because from the earthiness, from the materialism, one is able to elevate the sparks and create peace. Because this is the essential reason of why we the creation exists in the first place. This is the essential way to rectify the, the creation. Therefore, we must 
only speak holy words, and not other words, in order to elevate these sparks that we mentioned, in order to rectify all the worlds. Rabbanu's adding on. He's going into it. For the essential creation occurred through speech. The essence of creation occurs through speech. That with the word of Hashem, God created the heavens. Meaning everything was created through the word of Hashem. That speech is the, the essence of creation. And through the shattering of the vessels at the beginning of time, before all the worlds were created, what happened? Or before we were created, way before, as Badan and Itzchayim, that through the shattering of the vessels, all these sparks fell into all sorts of matter, within food and drink and garments, in every single pleasure in the world. There are sparks there. Because pleasure cannot exist in something, whether the pleasure that exists within food or drink and the likes of this. It's only there because from the sparks that fell there. Meaning pleasure only exists because there's a spark there. And these sparks are these letters that we just mentioned. And before you bring these sparks within the aspect of speech, before you bring them into and you emerge them through speech, they are in the aspect of blood, these sparks. And blood is the aspect of the soul. As we saw, ki nefesh kol basach, that uh, for the soul of any living being, damo v'nafshohu, its blood is one with its soul. Because in the aspect of anything living, the soul is present within the blood. It's, it's, uns, it's inseparable. It's actually one. Ki adam hu nefesh, as we know, that the soul is the blood. But when you bring that blood, or those sparks, that soul, um, into the aspect of speech, this is what it says in that my soul left as he spoke. This is what we're talking about here. That the soul, the sparks emerge through speech. Then the, the sparks are joined together. And peace is made between them. And this is what we said above. That through um, the blood, that one hasn't yet served God with. That one hasn't served God with yet. From that comes the, the, the desire to be victorious and to cause strife. For the essence of victory and strife comes from these fallen sparks that we saw above. Before they are joined together and rectified. Because these sparks, before they are joined together, they're in the aspect of, um, they're in the aspect of dispersion. They are um, constantly trying to overcome one another, as we saw above. Um, because before the sparks are rectified, they are in the aspect of blood, as we saw above. This is why you need to serve Hashem with every single drop of blood that is found within you. Meaning, speak lots of words of Torah and Tfilah until literally from all your blood there are words of Torah and Tfilah made from this. From every single drop. Because speech comes from the soul. And what's the soul? It's the aspect of the blood. 
And then all this trade of victory and strife, which is drawn from these sparks, these fallen sparks, will be completely nullified. That these sparks, before they're rectified, are the aspect of the blood that a person hasn't yet served God with. And this blood is what allow is what makes a person constantly desire to be victorious, to cause strife, etc. And this aspect of refining all the sparks is done every single day before the coming of the Mashiach until literally the prophecy is fulfilled in Zechariah. As Baron writing the Diary as well, as it says in Zechariah, the prophets, um, that his feet shall stand on that day on the mountain, mountain of olives. Um, for the essential rectification of all the sparks is the aspect of the legs. It's brought in a different place. Look in lesson 10, section 8. Um, um, also lesson 54, section 2. In the Kutamor lesson 81. You see all this idea repeated. So the essential rectification of the sparks comes through the feet. For Torah and Tfilah, Torah and prayer are the aspect of Amida standing, which is only possible through the legs. You can only stand on your legs. So we see here that the elevation of the sparks, which we saw comes through Torah and Tfilah, is actually only possible through the legs. For the Torah and Tfilah is also the aspect of the legs. Now we're going to see how. Torah, we see that Torah references the legs. Or is an aspect of the legs, as it says in Dvarim, and you here shall stand with me. And it says over there that they stood at the bottom of the mountain, at the foot of the mountain. So we see here that at the time of Matan Torah, that they stood at the bottom, the foot of the mountain. And with regard to prayer, it says that Pinchas stood up and he prayed. So we see with Torah. You have this aspect of Amod Imad Amod Amida with regard to the Torah. Amod Imadi. You have the aspect of the feet, the standing. And with regard to prayer, you see that Pinchas stood up and he prayed. He stood on his feet and he prayed. And this is the aspect. But it says in Tehirin that justice shall walk before you. That we see that justice is the aspect of the words of Torah You shall speak justice. This is a reference to Torah the aspect of speaking. And we said above that through the Torah and Tfilah, one is able to, uh, through Torah and Tfilah, it's the aspect of speech, that one should refine their speech into speaking words of holiness, Torah and Tfilah. And now you see here, Tzedek Tzedek shall speak justice. So the concept of speech um, here is a reference to Tzedek and this speech that we're talking about is Torah and Tfilah. So, the speech of Torah Tfilah is Tzedek. Through this, the legs are rectified. And it says that righteousness, justice shall walk before you. This is what we're talking about here, when it's in its rectified state. And through this, you merit what it says. On that day, they stood, uh, their feet stood. Or, sorry, his feet will stand on that day. So, Abinathan says something pretty awesome here. 
It says, look over there at the language of um, the Gemara, what it says over there. Uh, the Gemara and Sukkah, about the child in the Shuk. Um, what a child says in the marketplace, expresses the views of his father. Look at Rabbi Nathan says, look above there. This I do not understand at all. You can already see here that uh, Rabbi Nathan's humility was tremendous by the mere fact that we know that he knows something about it, but he's not willing to share because he doesn't know the entire idea or the entire subject and here he's willing to express to everyone that he doesn't really know it um, at all, which is tremendous. You see Rabbi Nathan's true bitul, true humility, true nullification towards the tzaddik, towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ki kodam so we get back to the lesson. Before the rectification, and what's the rectification? Whenever you're able to bring out those sparks into holy speech. So before that occurs, then they are in the aspect of what? The sparks are in the aspect of um, <clears throat> sorry, limping on his hip. Is to limp on the hip, which is the blemish of speech. But why? Because we said um, that speech is the aspect of the legs, and the hip here is blemished, that he's limping. So this is before this, the sparks are rectified. Why? For there is a limping on the hip, meaning his legs aren't in proper form, he can't stand properly, and with this is the blemish of speech, as we said, that tzedek we said tzedek is with regard to speech, the speech of Torah and Tzvilah, and it shall go before you, this is whenever it's in its rectified state, meaning that tzedek can walk. But now here we're seeing that the limp, uh, sorry, that the hip is limping, which means that the speech isn't there yet, meaning you haven't brought in those sparks into the aspect of speech of Torah and Tfilah. A person must speak the words of Torah and Tfilah until his body becomes completely negated and nullified. And this is what it said in Bereshit Vayyud They shall be one flesh. Meaning that their body shall be one with speech. This is the aspect of Chava. That night declares tonight. Yechave is the aspect of speech. Yechave to declare. It's brought in another place. Look in lesson 19, section 3 over there. And Dikute Morantinyana. Siman Pebet. This idea of Chava uh, representing speech. Uh, we know Chava is the aspect of the rib. It uh, says in the verse, and he he um, he built her from his rib, and Hashem built the rib. Basically, that from the rib of Adam Rishon, Chava was created. So we see here this idea of the tzela, the rib. Um, that upon this it says that they shall be one flesh. Meaning that the body shall be completely nullified and not to the words of Torah and prayer. And to come to this level, to nullify the body completely is through fear. A difficult body, a hard body. Um, Dread breaks it. 
dread is able to break a, a tough body. Fear. And this dread that we're talking about here is the fear of Yitzchak, the dread of Yitzchak, which is the aspect of fear. And this is the explanation of the verse, Let God bless us. May God bless us. This is the aspect of peace. For God did not find any uh, suitable vessel to hold a blessing except for peace. So we see that, how does God bless us through peace? We shall fear Him. And the fear of God, meaning this concept of fear that we just mentioned, that through this aspect of fear, one is able to nullify the body completely through these words of Torah and Tfilah, as well as we said above. And this is what it says. So we see that this concept of fear is able to break the body, nullify the body, that the fear of God shall be over all the ends of the earth. Meaning that all earthiness, all materialism, all physicality shall be, become nothing. For they shall be nullified completely. One merit blessing, which is the aspect of peace. Let God bless us. With regard to Torah and prayer, there are two colors. Thought and screaming. Abinatin says also this concept of thought and screaming, David and Moshe, Abinatin says, I do not understand at all. Okay, Baruch Hashem, we finish this most awesome lesson. God willing, next class we will start with Torah Ayn Vav. God willing, may we apply what Rabbanu says here to truly speak lots of holy words, avoid words that are bad, God forbid, and uh, truly. Um, imbue ourselves with holiness, um, to attain fear, to nullify the body, and uh, do the will of Hashem.